Is there anything worse in a social situation than a pessimist, a downer, a buzzkill? When you're having fun and all of a sudden someone just like says something that just sucks the life out of the room. Like right now, like if you were at a, a sporting event or something like that, and all of a sudden someone comes up to you and said, who are you voting for on Tuesday? It's like, <laughs> later, please, right? Like sometimes, or like, you know, I remember one time I was standing there and I was looking out on this vista and, you know, there's the, wa- the way the water was hitting, it was in the mountains and there was like a little rainbow. And I was like, oh man, isn't this just like the most amazing thing? And then someone was trying to explain to me scientifically, mathematically, how rainbows work. It's just like, stop talking, please. Let's just take this in. That's beautiful that we can understand that, but let's just take in the beauty of this moment and how wonderful it is and how powerful it is and the joy that is here. We do this socially. We also do it with our faith. Have you ever had that moment where you you experience that connection to God and then the next thing that happens is someone says something to you that brings you down or that hurts you. Years ago, this actually was my first year here at St. Paul's, I was out on campus with a group of people um, and we were handing out rosaries and I was standing next, I was kind of like maybe five, at most 10 feet away from someone else and this young freshman walks up and he, this other guy starts talking with him and they're talking about the faith and this guy's like, you know, I am Catholic and they're talking about important things and then the other guy says to the, the, the student, he's a freshman, hey, well, where are you going to church? He said, oh, it's like the third or fourth week of school. He goes, well, I haven't been to mass yet. And the guy stops the conversation. He's like, you're in mortal sin and you need to go to confession right now. I never saw that student again. I was talking to someone else. I couldn't really break away from that. But that happens all the time in our faith. Dominicans, we're Dominican friars here at St. Paul's. We are oftentimes the worst among this. There's, there's a joke, right? The Dominicans were too busy worrying about how many angels could fit on the head of a pin to talk about practical things. Because we get so lost and caught up in the metaphysical things, in the theoretical things, in the philosophical and the theological. And those are important It's just as important to know the divine truths that are revealed by Christ and his church as it is anything else. But sometimes we can use it as a bludgeoner to deflate and take the air out of someone's faith. Our faith is meant to be alive. And why is that? It's because Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. He is living When Jesus rose from the dead, he rose from the dead once for all. He conquered death through his death so that all of us could live. Friends, in the waters of baptism, you died so that you could live with Christ. In the most beautiful rite, I think, uh, language in all of our rites, at the very beginning of a funeral, we hear that. In the waters of baptism, this person died with Christ Jesus. The beauty of our faith is that it's living, but that it helps us overcome the fear and the power of death. Because for us who believe, we recognize that death is a part of our life. And not just the death at the end of our lives, but the little deaths that we are called to again and again and again. To die to self so as to live for another, to die to my own desires so that I can follow the gospel. 
When we do this again and again and again, our faith is something that is living. Jesus says so beautifully in the gospel. He is not a God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. And so we must choose to follow Jesus, to accept those deaths that come with that, but also the beauty and the power of of life that's on the other side. Fulton Sheen always used to say that for every Good Friday, there is an Easter Sunday, and that is the power of a living faith. A power that is in relate, faith that is living and in relationship to Jesus and desires to share that with others. Yes, the divine truths are there. We should follow the teachings of Christ and his church, but we have to be alive. It should inspire us. Earlier this morning, Father Simon and I were standing in the back chapel preparing to come out to distribute Holy Communion at the 1030 Mass. And I turned to him. I don't know why. I turned to him. And I said, isn't it amazing that we get to bring Jesus to people? That's our life. And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, it's even more amazing because neither one of us is worthy of it. But God loves us so much and his mercy is so powerful that he has allowed us to experience a death. Many deaths, in fact, so that we can be truly and more fully alive. Do not be afraid to die. And die we must. The only reason I stand before you here as a priest is because I've died a thousand times and I'll have to die a million more before I go home to the Father. Because I'm selfish. Because I'm broken. Because I've chosen myself and what I think is my good over what is actually my good. And I've had to die to those things again and again and again. But when we choose that, we actually choose life through that death. And let's put it clearly and simply, right? Are you a jerk? Are you mean to people? You're going to have to die to that in order so that you might live in the joy and freedom of being in relationship with others, broken and crazy as they may be. It's a lot of fun if you, have a, if you laugh at it, if you let your ego go. Are you struggling to figure out what you're supposed to do with your life and, and thinking that all the world revolves around you? You're going to have to die to that. Are you struggling with drugs or alcohol? You're going to have to die to that. Are you struggling with sexual sin? You're going to have to die to that. Are you struggling with your prayer life? Are you struggling to believe? You're going to have to allow yourself to die so that you can be reborn and live fully. Live in the reality of your brokenness, the now but the not yet. Because when we allow ourselves to live in the joy and the freedom of being a living church in a living relationship with Jesus, all of the craziness the world has to throw at us is exciting and wonderful. I've said this before, I'll say it again. I never wanted to be a pastor. Here I am. I never wanted to become pastor and then six months later, COVID shut down the church for six weeks or however long, three months, whatever long it was. I didn't want any of that. Some days I ask myself, what am I doing here, Lord? I have skills for other things and yet I'm here. And yet I couldn't ask for something more exciting and something that gives me greater happiness. Because I die, I have to die to self. I'm not that good at it. But my life requires that of me, and it's fun, and it's exciting, and we can laugh at it. Do you know who jokes about death more than anyone I know? Father Justice. He'll be 90 next month. He loves to laugh about it. Every year I've lived with him on Pentecost, he says, well, this is probably my last Easter. 
And we should laugh at life like that. We should have joy. We should be free. Because God is a God of the living, not of the dead. And to him all things are alive. And because he loves us, St. Paul tells us that the Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who has loved us and given us everlasting encouragement and good hope through his grace encourages your hearts and strengthens them in every good deed and word. That is what God is doing for us each and every day. He is encouraging us to get up and to live. He is helping us when we are weak and, and cannot Bear the load. He is doing that work so that we can have the freedom that Jesus had. To endure the realities of this world, but with hope, with joy, with peace, and with a desire, an insatiable desire, to share that with others. Not to be a buzzkill or a downer, but a son, a daughter of the living God who wakes up each and every day realizing the realities that are in front of you, but excited to follow Jesus in that, to die to self and live for each other. It's not difficult in the sense of coming. It it is difficult, but it isn't difficult when we have that living faith. When we allow and we don't allow those challenges in the world to keep us down, but to smile back at them, to persevere and to become the saints and the encouragers to other people that the saints and other people are and God himself is for us. Your future is brighter than the best days in your past. Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord and follow him. Because God is a God of the living, not of the dead, for to him all are alive.